coming up on today's show. Don't listen to others. Like, just don't. Especially those who... So if you're not in my field and you're saying something negative, I can't really take on what you're saying because you're not... If you're not in my arena, how can I listen to you? Because you're not doing it. Are you sleeping on me? Because I'm sleeping on you. But I wake up still. Because I need you through. And now I'm finding the truth. As I'm holding my heart. And I cannot be. Welcome to another new episode of Now Hear This Entertainment, featuring interviews with guests who are having success in entertainment, primarily music. I am Bruce Wozniak, talking to guests who are singers, songwriters, musicians, recording artists, and more from the worldwide music community. Be sure you're on the list for the weekly e-newsletter. I only send out on Wednesday when a new episode of this show comes out, so make sure you are signed up to receive that for free to your inbox. If you're not already getting it, go to my podcast website, nhte.net, and pop your email address into the sign-up box. I do publish exclusives in there from time to time, so don't miss out. I love hearing from listeners of this show. You can write to podcast at nhte.net, or instead of email, you're welcome to DM me through the at Now Hear This Entertainment Instagram account. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from the UK, my guest is a singer, songwriter, vocal coach, mentor, YouTuber, and entertainer. A song that she performed on with a past guest from this show is currently at number six on the Billboard charts, plus another artist has released two other singles this year that she is on. She has been featured in Forbes and has become well-known from her YouTube channel, which has 1.25 million subscribers and a combined total of almost 274 million video views. She is currently working on an EP and has developed a program called Vocal Athlete, which we will hear about today. You've been hearing a song of hers called Sleeping on You. Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Rebecca Ray. Hello. Hello, Bruce. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for making time to talk with me today. Before we get off and running, share with the audience, if you would, please, all about the song that was just playing called Sleeping on You, especially since I was talking over it and they couldn't hear the lyrics unobstructed. Okay. So, yeah, Sleeping on You, essentially a romantic song with the notion of having that intimate moment when you're literally so comfortable with one another. Um you sleep and dream together. Um, but there's always that hesitation of fear that you're scared that this bliss may come crashing down. Mm. So it's kind of like a self-sabotage, but you kind of want to freeze frame kind of part of the lyrics there, freeze, freeze frame this moment, um, this present moment, um, to see how long it lasts. And, um, yeah, it's just a, a feeling where you're both untouchable in your own little secret world. That was a solo write or a co-write? Uh, I, uh, just me. Yeah. Solo. So I imagine that on the one hand, it's, it's easier to to do it by yourself because you've kind of got a vision for where you want the song to go. But on the other hand, do voices creep into your head where you wonder who might read too much into this song or who am I writing this song for? Who's going to relate to it? Is there such a thing as too many voices start creeping into your own head and you're going, I just want to write. Well, I generally have, oh God, it sounds like. 
um, I have many issues, but because <laughs> I love voice and I I love Im- impressions and and I'm just obsessed anyway. But I generally I don't know. There's there's no one way I do things when it comes to writing songs mm. because there's kind of a plethora of ways that I do it. So I'm just looking at the piano I have here now. So I could literally just sit there and on a good day a whole song would emerge. Um, or I can just think of words like words just really. I don't know, certain words grab my attention and then even two words, like the play on words kind of grab my attention. So I I generally, it's um, unconscious, I guess. I just, I don't think about it too much, but there's different sort of levels of not thinking about it. Does that make sense? So <laughs> there's, there's no, like, this is what I do. I sit down and then I have a good jolly time and I write for 45 minutes every day. I don't, right. so there's weeks I don't write anything. Mm. And then I know if I've left it a, a good enough time, um, then it's it's uh, it's like, all right, let's uh, see what I've got, if anything, or I'll pick up the uke and see if, if anything emerges that way. And sort of organically see where it goes, because with flow, that's kind of the best state of being when it comes to creating or not. Oh, is that going to... I mean, I do sort of criticize myself, but, you know, I'm a human, so that's what we do. <laughs> um like, oh, does that sound good? Or or sometimes, you know, I, I sort of question it, but then the weird ideas or the, you know, like the middle eight part, I thought maybe it was too long for the sleeping on you. But a lot of people said, that's my favorite part. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm glad I kept that in for the length that it was. And yeah, and I'm like, actually, it's my favorite too. So yeah, I'm glad I <laughs> got to my guns there. But, um, yeah, it's just it's just very fun. And, and I don't do it unless I, I feel, you know, or it's kind of like therapy as well. I use it as therapy. So selfishly, I'm doing it for me sometimes, you know, or, or there's this other side where if it helps someone, then my gosh, then then I, I've done a good job and I'm very grateful. You know? Yes. And I want to jump in on that because I think it's important, especially for anyone in the audience who is a songwriter themselves to hear the importance of following through and finishing a song that you might be struggling with it, but walk away from it for a day, for a week, for a month, because all those unfinished songs, okay, we're not going to get into the whole, they're probably Mm. not getting you anywhere, because sure, there's still some lesson in all of them. But somebody might need to hear those songs, and you are your own worst critic. And and maybe, Rebecca, and I am putting this in the form of a question, maybe that's where, if there were co-writes, someone could say, hold on, I got this, because you're going to say, this is really frustrating me, and I need to put it aside. And like you just said, you you were struggling with, should I even leave that part in? It turns out people are telling you, that's my favorite part of the song. So there's a lot that goes in that I think the general listening audience who are not songwriters don't realize the whole process of getting the songs to their finished state, including scratching your head, walking away, throwing the pen against the wall, or changing instruments and saying, let me write it over here and see if it works on piano. It's not working on the uke. Yeah, I mean, I I find if there's a frustration, then I leave it. I don't go there. But ge- generally speaking, there's there's no sort of like anger <laughs> at the writing situation. I just because I love that I because there's so much passion for it. I don't. There's never really a, a. I don't know. I don't allow myself to get there. I'm like there's like life is hard enough sometimes. And why would I mm. want to be struggling through something that I find so amazing, so uplifting, so positive? Generally, you know. I feel like the answer is yes, but can you picture when you wrote Sleeping on You? Can you still remember sitting and writing that song? I have video footage. So ah. when I write a song, if I don't, because my memory is so bad. So if I don't capture that moment, I will forget it 
so I put it down to being really smart. But um, yeah, so I've got a video and I came across it because I was going through all my videos, all my singing, da da da, because I'm working on this EP, and so I'm like, okay, let's have a look what I've been doing like through the years. <laughs> it's kind of a crazy, weird, like psychedelic experience going through all that. But um, and then I saw it, and it was on the piano, and it was just sort of delicately playing, and and um, I could just yeah, I was watching myself like, oh my god look at my hair no but you know like kind of seeing what I look like and and how and what it sounded like and where it's got to the production side mm. of things I'm very like you know I'll play the piano there or the ute but it's it's never like right I've added the drums and I've added this so I just as long as I get the bones to the song and the structure it's I'm I'm happy I'm good you know interesting interesting but it's it's weird to see oh my god I went up here and I didn't go down or I did this and yeah, god I'm yeah sure. it's way better now you know I'm sure I'm from sure. where it started well mm. moving on yeah. from sleeping on you congratulations I mentioned in the intro that well wishing which is a song that you did with Julian Karens the mm. guest from back on episode 440 of the show is currently at number six on the Billboard charts. How did you get paired with him and then also Grammy Award-winning mix engineer Dave Pensato, who also has been a guest on the show, worked on that song too. I wonder, did you have any interaction with Dave and then also tell us about the song itself? Yeah, it's funny because I think I've known Julian for a really, really long time. It's it's part of the OG group, I call them, from YouTube <laughs> days. So I'm like, how do? But I think it must have been four, three years ago. And just a, a comment or a message to me or something. And then we just get talking and it's like, yeah, songwriter, do you, do you want to do this? Or um, mm. I think at the time I, I did a vocal coach reaction to his song as well. <laughs> I think he asked me. I think that maybe was the initial mm -hmm. uh, conversation we had. And then it went on to like, oh, yeah, you sing and write. I'm like, yeah, I do. And then he asked me to, to sing and I wrote my little uh, verse there just came out literally 10 seconds I went oh that's good <laughs> this is what I mean when it flows and it's right it works I don't go back to it it's kind of like okay that works that's good he likes it too and then we did a music video as you know and then 2020 that was a fun year um <laughs> oh yeah we remember that well don't we I think I said on a YouTube <laughs> video once uh oh this is it's gonna be a great year everyone <laughs> see you later bye and I still now today get it wasn't a good year was it Rebecca I'm sorry I just trying to be positive I'm sorry <laughs> Yeah, and then, um, yeah, I think, it, when was it released? It wasn't even, I just feel like the weeks are going by too quickly. <laughs> it, it wasn't released that long ago, but yeah, it was a pleasure. And I haven't met Mark. Um, I would love to sort of collaborate more, co-write. I want to co-write more with people. When you mention co-writing, I would love to. It's not like, no, I only write on my own. It's better on my own. I don't want to work with anyone else because I'm a horrible person. I would love to. <laughs> to i'd love to collaborate more and, and write with others and write all sorts of music like disney as well mm -hmm. i want to write musicals and all sorts to see where this goes why not the crazy train of music so then you did not have any interaction with dave pensado it sounds like no but julian mentions these names I'm like oh they sound so cool <laughs> um but he's like yeah i got this guy i've got this guy you know this person's doing this so you know get yourself a videographer oh, i got one of those good got them in the handbag so he came out and it was just, yeah, he kind of did a, uh, so then I sent over the footage and then it was sort of merged together because you kind of think, how's that going to work? Um, without, well, you couldn't really fly that time. I can't remember 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the bad times, but um, yeah, it, it seemed to all come together. And when you mentioned billboard, I said, oh no, maybe there's a spelling error. Maybe it's a different kind of place, a, a different sort of thingy. But no, it was, uh, 
it's just really great to have something like that. But, you know, it's interesting that you just made the comment about co-writes because it seems to me and audience, Rebecca and I are, for all intents and purposes, just meeting for the first time. It seems as though you've really embraced collaborations. I mentioned in the intro that there's another artist who has put out two songs this year that you're on also. Is this something deliberate that you've gone after? Have they been organic and or maybe the opportunities have just found you? I'm very British, so we don't generally sort of go out of our way and go, hello, I need to be more American, like, hey there. Okay, that's not how they all talk. But um, no, I'm like, ooh, no, so I need to be a bit more brash and a little bit more upfront. Um, I'll find someone who can do that and they can do it on my behalf. <laughs> Sign off as Rebecca, smiley face. Don't forget the smiley face. Um, so Nathan Wagner asked me to be part of his, vocal shindig his songs there too actually because i think because the first one did well he was like yeah do you want to do this one i'm like yeah i'll do i'll do them all so it was quite different and and uh you know um really cool to be to be asked it's always uh nice for the ego to be asked to sing um and also anthony lazaro who i've known since the og days um of youtube so that's years and years and we we did a a christmas song that's uh, doing fairly well so it sounds like you're saying that people are coming to you and you are more than willingly saying yes. <laughs> yeah, anybody would, else out there? But you would just love to to reverse that and say, in addition, I, I need to start going out and seeking more of these out myself. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Lady Gaga's busy, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> you never know until you ask. You never know until you ask, Rebecca. <laughs> I know, I know. I think she's a little bit busy, but when she's not doing her makeup and whatnot, we can talk business. <laughs> Get to it. <laughs> she might surprise you and say, I'm a little busy, but I heard that Adele is just sitting around kind of watching yeah. TV and doing her nails. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take any any uh, artist like that. That'd be, <laughs> that would just be a dream. You know, there's certain things like, yeah, I, there's like background goals in my head, but mm. not to be like, that's never going to happen because if you put that out to the world, it mm. doesn't happen. But it would be incredible, wouldn't it? And then I just, I'd be so grateful because the best feeling if, if you're feeling grateful you can't feel bad you know so i try and practice that but yeah i yeah even just thinking about it now i'm like oh my god is it happening <laughs> no it's not we're thinking it might one day you'd be reading time. an email dear rebecca i heard your interview on now hear this entertainment <laughs> <laughs> my name is so and so you've been crazy at first but sure <laughs> you can hit some high notes that'll do next yeah, I don't even know how it works and that sort of the the industry of music is just crazy. So I know that for for number one. And uh, you know, it's kind of like, what am I doing in this world? Or like the film industry. Indeed. Side so note, I want to do some acting as well. But you know, that's uh... <laughs> collaborations aside, I did also say during the intro that you're working on an EP. Who are you working with on that? How many songs will there be? When might that project get released? What details are you able to reveal at this point? Okay, so I'm really impatient. So I thought I could do an album, but I have to wait. I can't wait. You know, I've been working on this for a year. No, I can't. How mm. do you know? I want like a song, a, not a song a day. That's not realistic. Um, song a month. I wanted to really pelt out, <laughs> good work, um, sort of music a lot more than I was doing. I wasn't really doing it. I was doing it here and there and a little bit more, you know. I was kind of lazy with it somewhat. And I'm like, what am I doing? If I die next year, what have I got? What have I done? You know, mm. so um, sometimes I do weird things like that. It's quite dramatic sometimes <laughs> in my head. Like, You've got a year to live. What do you... And I say it to friends if they've got this dilemma or whatever. You've got a year to live. What do you do? Uh, you can see they're like, oh, God, it's not that important now. I move on. 
um side note um so yeah like um so ep will be six songs ish which is like talking about the bones of it and the structure i um working with joe rodwell so he's my producer english human who yeah lives near london so he's cool he works with the bbc and he does really cool things and he's a master i love what he does and then i have um talking of master so mastering mixing um cottage studio um i get them to sort of mix master the work and yeah so with him it's great because um he we kind of get each other really well so <laughs> it's it's really handy having a producer who understands you not just chucks out songs that you think you'll like but you know if i give him like this idea and this sort of like thoughts around you know this kind of jazzy song or should I go in this direction because I'm still having a lot of fun with music it's not like oh that's my sound but at the moment I think I, I think the EP will be quite a heartfelt sort of subject area that lots what well, hopefully lots of people will connect to but you know there's an interesting tennis match that's played insofar as and this is for the general audience that is not in the music business you could go in there and say, I've got this whole catalog of songs and I'm going to pick six of them. We're going to record them for this EP. Or, and I'm asking you, is that what you're doing? Or is it, no, I specifically am writing six songs or seven or however many it ends up being. I'm writing them specifically for this EP. Which approach are you taking here? I'm trying to be good and focused, which is so fun and easy to name one. But, and actually focus on a not subject matter like sit down we're going to be teaching this but it, it like something that has a theme somewhat that because I would write say a jazz and I was like oh I want to write a metal song and then I've got this like <laughs> indie idea then I've got this country and then I've got you know it's there's too many different variants and like a ballad because I love singing sort of ballady things and obviously pop who doesn't love pop so so I think it would sound a bit all over the place <laughs> I think it would be nice for people to listen to something with this kind of similar thread theme going through mm-hmm. as opposed to like, whoop, she's on one again. <laughs> where do we go? Where are we going today? Well, it's a roller coaster. Sit and buckle up. They're saying, where are we going today? And you're saying, I hope it's not to the skip button because you don't like this. Oh God, no. <laughs> this genre. I'd be like, no, 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 don't do that. Put your fingers away. Put your, I can see your fingers. <laughs> Sit on your hands. Sit on your hands and listen and enjoy <laughs> the ride. Yeah, so I've sent over about 50 tracks. Wow. And some of these are like, I know, and I said I said to him, there's more, but he went quiet. I guess he more. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It didn't say anything else. Oh, oh, it's like that. Well, I'm going to send him anyway. So, <laughs> oh, look, I, oh, he doesn't reply. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, 50. And these are like, stem, and I, yeah, I do have more, but I thought I'm just going to, step away from the phone and uh, <laughs> let him digest the my brain um because there was there's been a see I've already recorded another one with him and it's ready to go oh. but I'm I think I'll just send that out randomly because it's quite upbeat <laughs> which you know I can do upbeat um so I'll think I'll just I'll, I'll release that another time and there is a yeah sorry I'm just going through my head now does that song as well because mainly I love the title but I'm sort of figuring out the verses called dead dead on dopamine i just thought oh i gotta work with that that came in my head i have to work that, on that one. So, <laughs> whether that's like a separate thing i was like oh that's good oh, but God, this is making me that. wonder though as i'm listening to you say all that since we are meeting for the first time are you someone that 
is happy to step back and relinquish, I'm going to put it in quotation marks, control to the producer and say, this is what the producer's job is. So if he says we're done, then we're done. Or is it, Bruce, my (laughs) name is on it. It's my project. So I'm going to say, no, I want to add one more song or no, I want to send you one more. Just talk about that relationship, artist, producer. Well, he kind of knows what I'm like now, so good luck. But no, um, it's a, it's a really nice, I say friendship, but it's it's nice. It's respectful. It's it's you know I really respect and love what he does, and I'm so grateful because he gets to 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 sprinkle on the magic. You know, it's like if I go on Ableton now and start producing, it ain't working. You know, <laughs> I need to spend a lot of time, and I understand the amount of time and effort for me to get to a level where I produce my own music as well. It's like no, so. If I say, "Hey, what do you think to this?" like he'll be there's like an honesty. I'm never, yeah. I don't so eager. Like, how dare you say that? Like, it's always cool. Uh, so from the fifty odd plus tracks I've sent him with the extra ones he hasn't got yet, um, which he will be getting uh, <laughs> by accident, like midnight one. Um, <laughs> he'll uh, he's kind of like he'll pick and choose because because I it's like having the other like the second pair of ears or whatever you want right. to call it. Because I could be biased, like, oh, this is really good. Or I sometimes don't really have a clue because it's all from me. I could be biased, like, well, it's all slightly amazing because it's from my heart. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but to have someone like, okay, this is this could work. Okay, this is this, 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 this for whatever reason. And I find that interesting. And even just getting feedback, some videos, like, oh, I like this part, Rebecca, just generally from the public. It's, it's always like, wow, really? Okay, yeah, cool. Mm. If I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think sometimes I've got a great hook or a line or a lyric or I'm like, ooh, that's interesting, you know. But you just, I have no idea. And that's a beautiful way to go forward. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) let's, let's back up. Let's back way up. It is said that you are always obsessed with the voice. When, why, how, tell us how all this started for you. It's a good question, why, because I'd be, wondering now for 10 minutes why 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 okay uh i don't know it's just it's just it resonates within me it could be really a deep rooted reason i'll maybe talk to a therapist one day and i'll get back to an email but um oh god it's really deep where do we go with that <laughs> oh no what i thought wasn't right um i just i just love well, obviously love music but you know like many people um i seem to have an ear for so there's there's different sides of music as as to why i love it but in terms of obviously the like a lot of people it's a the language sometimes you can't speak through words so and it's a very beautiful relationship you can have with music and it's kind of it sounds she's like like a friend but you know it's always there for you and Music, you know, the memory with music, what it gives you, and why certain people just think, you know, the 80s are the best, or the 90s, generally, because they've sort of been brought up in that sort of world, but, oh, that, that era, um, you know, and I love sort of like Buddy Holly, so then 50s, I love 50s, 60s, you know, like mm. all, all the sort of eras, but, but in terms of like the voice, I used to just mimic six years old, I remember, I think actually there was a, there was a time where my mum would be like, Okay, good night. Shut up. Go away. <laughs> right night, honey. <laughs> I'd be like, mm, don't want to. So maybe my brain entertains her for a little moment. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a subconscious thing or just making it up right now. But she she would stay and listen and sort of laugh. And I remember her 
laughing and staying a bit longer when I did an impression mm. of like Snow White. So I was like, I'm onto something here. Interesting. Um, oh, can I do it again? No, good night. Okay, well, <laughs> can't work out all the time. So I just, but I, I have this absolute, uh, I just adore voices. So whether it's obviously singing form, just people's voices or, or watching sort of Netflix series or Disney or anything, the world of voice. And sometimes I decode them as they're doing it or sometimes uh, speaking, for example, or then I, I try and I'll do when, when I hear someone that sort of fascinates me, <laughs> um, I'll replicate it. And if I don't do it straight away or once or twice, three times, maybe then I don't bother. So generally I can do, I like to think a lot of voices, many, many voices. So, you know, if, if we're talk, talking impersonations, I love it. And accents as well. <laughs> <laughs> On know? a related note, there are going to be lots of people who listen to this episode of Now Hear This Entertainment because they're fans, they're followers of Rebecca. To those folks, I say hello <laughs> and welcome. And I hope you'll check out some other episodes of the show. In fact, on the show page for this episode on my podcast website, nhte.net. I'm going to put links so you can go back and hear the interviews I mentioned that I did with Julian Cairns and with Dave Pensato. But Rebecca, for the folks who are just being introduced to you for the first time, since you have become so well-known as Rebecca Vocal Athlete, share all about what that program is as well as how and when you came up with the idea. Okay, so Rebecca Vocal Athlete was just a philosophy I had. So it was about, because I'm obsessed with, that's funny, but the vocal, haha, yeah. Um, and mind, so mindset, self-development, I gorge on that. So I just eat that up, yum, yum. And also the body, so like working out or <laughs> trying to, yoga. And so the philosophy is not, so to be a, a, a good singer, so this is coming from more so of, as a coach to be a good great singer you have to work on three areas the voice body and mind so that's kind of that really and uh some people are like oh yeah you are a vocal athlete so i'm like okay i'll take that but it's not really like i am but <laughs> it's more like a philosophy behind that that i stick by forever you know but i love this it because it's in 488 episodes of this show I've not heard someone make that picture. In other words, a lot of people will talk about, oh, it's so important to have professional vocal training and take care of your voice, but you're taking it way beyond, quote-unquote, just being a vocal coach or just taking care of your voice because you are saying there's so much more to it that you can't just focus on the voice. Yeah, well, you can't. Well, there's people. there are people who... It's technique, technique, technique. I'm like, okay, well, that gets a bit boring. So, <laughs> but this is where I come from. So, you know, everyone's in there on doing their own thing and their own journey. This is this is my philosophy. This is what I think and that what works for me and that's what's helped me through life. Yeah, getting deeper now. But it's true, you know, it's like, it saved me. But the, in the self-development world, it's like everything is connected to the voice. So if you're tired, you know, but it, of course I, of course technique is important, important you know. It's a hugely important but there's the emotional side of it as well technique and emotion so you, you're great if you sing ah, and you're dead behind the eyes you know there's no one there it's like <laughs> bring me give me something else or you know it's it's the philosophy of you know looking after yourself who doesn't want to do that <laughs> for example the element different elements of what makes you 
good or bad and good being like you slept well you're hydrated you know but life you know life happens things crap happens all the time so, and it's about not being too hard on yourself like god just relax just don't worry <laughs> it's you know people are like it's the biggest thing in the world it's not it's not <laughs> it really isn't but we we make out like it is so just relax a little bit and uh you know i can help people if that's if that's the case and and guide them but instead of just technique, technique, it's physical warm-ups. What have you done? Have you stretched? Mm. What's that? I said, well, it's, you know, do you not know? Look it up. But, you know, I can, <laughs> I, I can be quite not bossy on that matter, but it's, it's because it's, it's, it's how I, it's just where I, my thoughts and where I come from in terms of, you know, it, and if I don't do certain things, I know I'll, it's not, it's not very beneficial. So there's a, there's a lot more to it. Like your, your voice is your body. Your voice is your mindset. Because it comes down to like, if I, if you say, you know, like the certain affirmations, so some people will be like, oh, what a load of rubbish this is. <laughs> but if you say things to yourself and you put it out to the world, well, I'm getting a bit like, okay, but it's uh, detrimental. How are you? And I get it. I've had it for, I've been teaching like 15 years. So, or is it more than that? I can't remember. Um, oh, I can't sing. When you start with like, I can't sing, mm. you're reaffirming those things. And it's true. I'm, or you could apply that to anything, yeah? So you need an open mind. And yeah, you're gonna sound a bit silly or whatever. I'm I'm so used to all sorts of, nothing phases me. I'll try any sound, it doesn't matter. Even animal sounds are relatable to the voice. It's just everything's, the, it's, to me, it's all the same. <laughs> you don't get many teachers like, now you're going to sound like a pig. Um, and sounds amazing, but it's just sounds. It's just sounds that we're creating. And, and strengthening the voice is, you know, it's a, it's pretty amazing. But uh, but most of it is the mindset. I'm thinking of the it. Vanessa Williams song, Colors of the Wind. And that's a song that oh, I've always that. been able to tell in that song when she smiles as she's singing. And that's so important <laughs> yeah. because obviously there are certain songs you're not going to be very excited and smiling and hoping the listener can tell that when you're singing a heartbreak song. But the point is that there is so much audience that Rebecca's describing for you that goes into it that I think she's done something wonderful here in opening our eyes to, as she calls it, vocal athlete. I think of things like when I sit down to record a podcast that, yes, I want to have a smile on my face. And I want to have enthusiasm and I do consider my audience, but there's so much beyond that because, as she said, things like you shouldn't be... and. Please, I'm not doing Rebecca justice. It goes way, way beyond the things I'm going to say because these are kind of fundamentals. But things like caffeine, things like she said, a good night's sleep. If you're coming to the microphone and you're tired or you're really sad, you're really depressed, you're upset, all that's going to bleed through on the recording. So please, I'm about to give out all of her online destinations. Do look more into Rebecca's vocal athlete program. But Rebecca, just great insights there, because as I said, in 488 episodes, I know we've had people come on here and talk from the standpoint of a traditional vocal coach, but I really think that what you've mm -hmm. done is so, so far beyond that, and I think it's important that people understand how much more there is to it. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm I'm still learning. I don't have an ego. Like I know mm. everything. I do, I do not know one. No one knows everything. There's always like new information, new ideas, new this. And I'll try new things myself. I'll incorporate different sort of scales or I'll play around. For me, it's it's a serious subject, singing, but at the same time, it's fun. And it's creating sounds and enjoying sounds that we used to as a kid. And then we got 
uh, verbally beaten out of us, <laughs> everyone. Um, yeah, and then uh, we have to be serious and we have to talk at this level because it's, you know, that's acceptable. And, you know, it, it, like all these sort of society, societal constraints somewhat. This is how, this is what I mean. Like, it's such a huge subject. It goes beyond my indeed, comprehension. Indeed. <laughs> it goes beyond you know, one because, podcast what, what episode. And that's, to each other. that's why you have oh an God, entire talk, program for it, an entire day. vocal athlete <laughs> program for it. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's always, yeah, conversations to be had about it. Even, yeah, instead of just, well, obviously doing exercises, it's all fundamental. It's all important. Like, why is breathing important? Because we'll obviously die without it. But <laughs> how we breathe the singing, like, okay, what does support mean? What does this mean? Do I have to say a really big word to impress people? No, let's just get to the basics and, like, build, like a piano builder. That's how I see it. Like, build your voice. You know, I'm still picturing six year old Rebecca that's doing Snow White and you're going, okay, mom's really liking this. And you're going, I can do it again. No, go to sleep. And you go, okay, uh, if you enjoy my show, folks, I'm doing a matinee tomorrow at 10 in the kitchen. Come on over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 50% of tickets. (laughs) Yeah. I'm wishing father one. Yeah. Good stuff. That's actually how she felt. She was meant to be 16, no, 14, I think. It's probably a 40 year old woman doing it. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm joined today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from the UK by singer, songwriter, vocal coach, mentor, YouTuber, and entertainer Rebecca Ray. Visit her official website at RebeccaVocalAthlete.com. I will put a link to it on the show page for this episode on my podcast website, nhte.net. She is very active on social media, so follow and engage with Rebecca on the likes of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Support Rebecca by purchasing her original music from Apple Music and other online digital retailers. Her music is, of course, on Spotify too, so give her a follow there as well. Look for the information on her website for Vocal Athlete, which you just heard her talking about. There's lots of details there about the course, free bonuses, workbook companions, her singing journal, her daily Vocal Blast Pro. Check it all out on RebeccaVocalAthlete.com. I don't want to assume you've all heard each of the last two episodes of this show, so I want to again this week mention something that I shared during both of those interviews because it bears repeating. And by the way, I had written about this in the weekly e-newsletter, and I had posted about it on the Instagram account for this podcast. For those of you that listen to the show through Spotify, look below the episode description for where it says Q&A, followed right underneath that by what did you think about this episode, and a reply button so you can send feedback directly to me through their app. I would love to get your thoughts that way. So if you're listening through Spotify, please take a moment to utilize that feature. Rebecca, I was just mentioning your social media platforms and all that, and wow, just amazing the success that you've had on YouTube. You've done just phenomenal, so please allow me to repeat the numbers I stated during the intro. 1.25 million subscribers and a combined total of almost 274 million video views. Just tremendous. Can you take us on that journey from... As I understand it, the first video you uploaded over seven years ago to present day and content that has been viewed across every continent. Yeah, I mean, I I started YouTube just because that's what I wanted to do at the time. And I, there was no pretense. It was just, wow. well, I like to sing. So I uploaded a song. It was just Stand By Me, Benny King. I pretended to sing into a recording, or what do you call it, a microphone. It mm-hmm. wasn't on. 
<laughs> I can put my hands up to that because, you know, that's life. <laughs> I want to show people it's real. It's raw. You know, I got my little phone up. God knows what it was by then. Anyway, um, and then I didn't upload for like, I don't know, maybe a month, a few weeks, months. You know, it, it was sporadic. So it wasn't, there was no conscious, I'm going to be hugely successful on this platform. I didn't even get it. Mm-hmm. I think I used to watch this guy. He was like, motivation speaking and i didn't i was like okay well he's uploaded something what happens if i press this button and then i did my so yeah it was literally just everything and anything in the brain so i was doing impressions i was doing singing i was a few coaching things i was like i'm making a uh smoothie (laughs) uh random whatever because i was like deeply into smoothies and juicing and being a bit obsessed in that world (laughs) like oh look this machine it's fun and then I'd, I'd upload, you know, it was very sporadic. It wasn't, so it was only, it only became more popular in 2018. when I think when I first, I hit my first thousand subscribers when I was in France skiing, that was very bad. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then I hit a thousand, like, wow, a thousand, I'm famous. But um, clearly wasn't. But to me, I was like, wow, that's, that's such a big number. <laughs> and then I think in 18 months and I hit a million. Mm. And then I didn't go on it. I, I have like big sort of um, like time away, three months or something. So and then I'll come back. So I'm still sort of uploading. It's it's because I don't have a manager and I I, literally, I, I do what I want when I want. So I, I upload, you know, I was uploading twice, sometimes a day. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. And then I was like, oh, hello, Burnout. How are you? Yes, you need to go to bed now. <laughs> so that you can't go a, a million miles per hour, but. I was on I was on holiday again actually when I got a million and it didn't really sink in. I was just like, it's just numbers. Like <laughs> I think my fans were more excited. But I, I was just grateful, but it doesn't it's it's very hard to comprehend and all the things that have happened on the journey and people I've met, the people I've yeah, collaborated with or or just the fans and and because it's it's all me doing it. So when people, is this really Rebecca? I'm like, yeah. I don't know why I keep doing American accent. But since I love doing it, um, you know, it'd be like someone from Costa Rica or Finland or Iceland or somewhere in the sky. I don't know. Just everyone and anyone. And I, I'm just always like, wow, someone in that country knows me. <laughs> you know, and it's just such a great feeling and and connecting through music and and reading their their comments. It's so. It's kind of like, wow, do they mean it's me? Imposter syndrome, you know. But along the way, you had, I'm, I don't want to steal your thunder, so I'm just going to say a medical occurrence because I'd rather have you tell the story. So as glamorous yeah. audience as this may sound, <laughs> listen how Re- Rebecca's ascent just skyrocketed over the years. It wasn't without its challenges. So Rebecca, please fill the audience in on what I'm referring to. I assume you mean the, the tumor yes. I had 2016? Yes. I was lying down doing yoga or attempting and I just saw this lump in my stomach. I was like, oh God, what is that? And then um, I just went to the doctors and then there's that, that look they give you like, is something good? Mm. And then quick referral, quick referral. So you know it's bad because NHS, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> they take their time. So if you have a quick referral, you know, it's like, oh, this isn't good. And then they were like, oh, you have a tumor or ovarian cyst i was like okay mm. um but trying to be positive and not you know be all poor me kind of thing mm-hmm. i didn't want to be a victim 
So I wasn't, I was like, well, I'm going to go jog. That's my cocky. I don't know. Sometimes my, like the ego comes out in weird ways. Like, well, I'm going to go jogging later anyway. So it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> I didn't want to cry A, in front of them and give, mm. not like, not to like give them power because they're doing an amazing job letting me know I'm not well. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do this. So it was, it all happened very quickly. So it didn't stop growing. I literally, I cut out because this is where like the health brain comes in. Like I understand sugar can feed tumors. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to have any sugar. I'm going to cut out I'm not a big drinker anyway. So I was like, well, I'm going to cut out this. I'm going to cut out wheat because that's bad. I'm going to cut out sugar. Uh, so sugar is literally everything. So I was doing my thing thinking, well, I'll shrink this myself and I'll be one of those amazing people that can go <laughs> on to Oprah one day and tell them about this magic. But it, it just literally kept growing. It was mm. like 22 centimeters and kind of made me feel sick. I was like, this is disgusting. Um, what am I doing? You know, so what have I done to myself? Because I sort of blame myself. Like, well, it's like something that things for me don't just occur for no reason. Like I've done something, but I didn't want to go into that. You know, I was like, oh God, it is what it is. Number one, which is a horrible saying, but it's so freaking amazing at the same time. It is what it is. What do I do? So everyone deals with things differently. So I was kind of like, okay, so this thing went going away. And then I I was booked in to have surgery. That didn't go ahead, but I had this, was for they were like oh we can sort of fit you in as you do and actually prior to this i went i said to the doctor what's the chances of this being cancerous and i thought god is this a dumb question mm. in hindsight she was i didn't expect her maybe i didn't expect her to answer she went mm, six out of ten whoa so i was like she gave me an answer oh god it's six it's the number six that's more than five that's more than like 50 percent. that's like 60 percent. and but it's a very nonchalant saying i went okay but again i was doing that thing like you <laughs> fine good good i'm glad you know whatever let's just deal with this um and then um having that information then oh it could be cancer that kind of changes perspective because you know um i didn't know where to go with that um keep calm <laughs> and carry on and then i was booked in yeah for the operation there was just loads of, you know, tests and things that people have to go through with this. But they were treating me as if I had cancer. Not that I had chemo. I didn't have anything like that mm -hmm. because they didn't know what it was. They were just mm. like, it's this. And it's, it's, I'm like, oh, God. And then she would show me on the screen. I went, wow, that's so good. Um, doing the sort of sarcasm, the humor to get me through situations because it's a, it's a great relief. And then uh, try not to question why me because people just go through worse yeah. like all the time. And I can't even comprehend a lot of things on the news currently at the moment so anyway um and then uh yeah roll, rolled up to the hospital in the gown and everything da -da -da -da, compression tights on and i freak out with hospitals and doctors mm. i just i i've got like i i'm very sensitive and i have anxiety so it, that kind of they they confuse me i i don't like them i know they do a, they're great and they help so many people like myself but i can't help that like a reaction to it so yeah. it's kind of like I have to work on my deep breathing. Deep breathing gets me through a lot of things mm. all the time. So, but they were like, oh no, we, so a whole day waiting and then it didn't happen. And then I had this wow. reaction to something I ate when I went to M&S, wow. which is a lovely shop. Anyway, uh, ate something and then I had to call the paramedics. And it's so much drama. I was like, oh God, you know, I love drama, but not real life <laughs> drama. It's this, I don't, I'm like, oh God, I'm so sorry, but it's, it's this reaction to my stomach. I don't know what's going on. Obviously a lot of things going on. And then I uh, had to go to A&E and then I ended up saying, it's okay, I'll figure this out on my own. So I didn't want to wait any further. Mm -hmm. And then I just went home. 
So by the way, I had asked you this in the midst of your whole YouTube journey. Were you still creating YouTube content as you were going through this whole medical battle? Probably. <laughs> when was it? Oh, so 2016. That's when I sort of vamped things up. But I ended up, I ended up getting um, operated on, as you do. I didn't walk for nearly, it felt like, uh, what, two months? I lost so much weight. Wow. I used to, like, count the, uh, what do you call it? Like, lampposts. Is that what you call them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lamp post. So I was like, oh, I got to num- I got to the first one. It's like, uh... no, what is it, like 10 feet or something? And I'd walk <laughs> like this and I'd look so like, so I lost so much weight. I barely, I couldn't walk. I was, oh, those are bad stuff I won't go into. Maybe another time on the, uh, another version <laughs> of this podcast, late night. Um, Just horrific, you know, and just things like, oh God, I've really gone to the lowest of lows. And I just delved into self-development and and working on my mindset because mm. I I'd had nothing else what am I what, what else have I got you know wow. so they took it out they were like oh it wasn't cancerous and then oh good so that's great uh no oh. more treatment but then you still need I know I was like oh good but I was in a ward with with people with cancer wow and I think her name was Rhonda I was like oh Rhonda's so cool we got on really well like older lady and, and I'm like, oh, where's Rhonda? And they just looked. I'm like, oh, God, don't. Oh, geez. Oh you know, like, oh, God, I'm building these relationships as I'm in hospital. Oh and then I collapsed as well. I had an infection. And then they had to put, like, the mask on me to breathe. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to die. And they're like, yeah, you could have died. I'm like, great. Hmm. So, it was, it was, so it was so dramatic. But it was like one of those. It's those. Sadly, when you have moments like that, in a sense, it kind of hoiks you into, into living life a bit more. So then yeah. I was like, hello, yeah. YouTube. Do hmm. you a little bit more seriously? Yeah. So I just. I went on there and I just focused so much on that. I was like, this is my life, you know, and then I just bolted on it. And then 2018, it just, yeah, it just kind of went crazy. Million, yeah. da, 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 and all this, you know, all the numbers. But success is happiness, by the way. I know we love numbers and, and they are great and I am grateful. Um, But I, it's, success is happiness. And I think there's, and although that's a whole conversation, like what is happiness, da, da, da. But just being content, you know, in yourself and what you do um, and then sort of reevaluating, refocusing, like, is this what I want to be doing? Not these crises of who am I, but mm. reevaluating because we're always changing and happiness is growth as well. So when I'm doing things of growth and nature and things like that, then that's when I'm most happy as well. Challenging myself, you know, but not going too crazy. <laughs> and so <laughs> I... folks were all happy to hear the way that that story went and that Rebecca did continue to climb YouTube-wise there, so there's more good stories for her to share with us. Rob Halford, best known as the lead vocalist of Judas Priest, mentions Rebecca in his latest book. Okay, sure, he too is English, but just because the both of you are UK-based doesn't mean you automatically know each other. So how did this end up happening? No, but I would hang out with him and drink some tea. <laughs> Actually, where does he live? Search. No, don't uh, <laughs> stalk a fight. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, so basically, there's been a few celebrities that have that have reached out or they're like, or fans would say, Rebecca, maybe more the fans, like, like so-and-so's done this. Brendan uh, Yuri from Panic at the Disco, he's reacted to your video. Mm. Holy schmoke. I was away again. It sounds like I'm always off. I'm not. I'm, I'm very much in my studio <laughs> a lot. Don't go out a lot, you know. Um, yeah, exciting life. So for for that to happen, for example, it's like, whoa. And Rob Halford, I was like, whoa, I'm in his book. I'm in his book. Look at the quote, 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 you know. So that it's just anything like that is so exciting. Um, 
and um oh god i'm so bad i'm trying to remember names there's so many names in my head <laughs> like kiss not gene simmons it was um stanley pools oh. stanley yeah he he tweeted me he was like she got the name oh god she got the name wrong but everything else right it's like that's right mr kiss um you know like he'd sort of shout out i was like oh hello little english lady here um so when i get that i just love it because for example for brendan yuri to spend time to listen to his fans makes him really cool and and to react full video not like a minute and he's off you know brushing mm. his teeth he was happy to yeah you know, to talk nice nice things you know and it was and then i went to see him live seen quite a few live bands you know it's it's uh it's good so cool nice. so cool and folks you hear me so laughing cool. at a lot of what Rebecca is saying, and I know you are as well. I have referred to her as a singer, songwriter, vocal coach, mentor, YouTuber, and entertainer. And Rebecca, I guess maybe this falls under the ladder, but in the lead-up to today, you made mention to me of a comedy improv group, as if you don't wear enough hats already. (laughs) Is that something that you're doing because it will help with your YouTube content? Is it something that, no, it just stands on its own and you've just always wanted to do? What is your aim with the comedy improv group? It's pure indulgence. So it's a fantastic place to go to and just be whatever I want to be at that time. So everything comes into play at that moment where, because it's improv, which is my, that's like songwriting. Everything to me is improv and then that will develop into a song. So like, does that make sense? So everything I do is not, Mm. yeah. So, so comedy improv, it's just great to be around like-minded people and I guess maybe one day I'll do stand-up. Anybody? <laughs> Tumbleweed. Um, because I'm fascinated just... Well, comedy is just so enriching, isn't it? Why would you not want to be happy and laugh? So miserable's over there. Um, and it, and so I can incorporate different skills. Verdicamas. Like um, if I want to sing, I'll sing. If I want to do comedy and singing, singing a, a comedic song or whatever, it doesn't always go right, and that's mm. the beauty of improv <laughs> don't record that one but it's it's and then accents and and just characters so i have this other obsession with film and obviously tv and netflix i'm like oh my god just to just to have one line in something and be like yeah i made it you know like i'd feel so good just doing that because i think there's this sort of natural like natural actress within me as well that i'm curious to sort of experiment with that world as well you know, I can't, I, I can't focus on the one thing. I can't just be vocal coach. Doesn't make me happy. Mm. What makes me happy is variety, singing, and I mm. almost probably couldn't just do singing because I'm like, oh, I wanted like doing a podcast to me is so fun. <laughs> I thought about doing a podcast, but I can't. I can't do it. Like, there's a limit. Like, he's like, no, it's not that easy. Um, yeah, and I understand like the t- so what you focus your time in grows. So I, I, uh, I'm just having fun. Like my one of my friends is always saying. Oh, stand up, Rebecca Ray, you can do it. Yeah, stand up. That's it. Yeah, go to America. Be I'm like, oh, hang on, let me just, ooh, let me think for a second. Because comedy improv seems easier than the idea of sort of doing stand up where it's a little bit more scripted. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really got a clue there, but it's fun. I like it. We were talking before about what you do with Rebecca Vocal Athlete, and I was kind of throwing out some things that are commonly passed on. But before we start winding our conversation down, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about some advice for singers who are starting out, maybe the biggest mistake you see them making and or your biggest pet peeve or perhaps even a tip 
that you would pass along that's easy to implement, or maybe it's even something that's commonly misunderstood? You have such a wealth of experience to draw from. Can you pull out one nugget that you would share to help anyone listening who is on a path to pursue singing? Yeah, I mean, I'll try with one. That's a challenge, isn't it? <laughs> uh, maybe I'll do top five. No, uh, <laughs> so the main one would be don't listen to others. Like, mm. just don't. Especially those who... So if you're not in my field and you're saying something negative, I can't really take on what you're saying. Because mm. you're not, if you're not in my arena, how can I listen to you? Because you're not doing it. Um, but you have to come at that with confidence. Because there are people who need hugs, number one. I mean, I still get it. You know, I, I rarely get the, you can't sing. Because I'm like, okay, whatever, go away. You know, I know myself well enough now. I'm confident enough to say, shush, sit down. Or you, do, you know, everyone has an opinion. Everybody wants to be heard. That's all it is. And then I joke saying somebody needs a tickle or a hug. It's fine. Like, flip it over. But do not listen to others unless they have something of, not importance, but, you know, just something with val uh, validation, you know, like, you know, it's just not blah, blah, you're bad. Cause I've had countless people. I could like uh, so many people, my uncle made me stand on a table and, you know, for example, and I was singing and they all pointed and laughing. Like it might sound a bit silly, but to mm. someone to have that, to tell them you can't sing is horrendous in a sense. Like for number one, don't agree when you agree, don't agree with what they're saying because then you make it truthful and it's not. They're just, they've got their own crap going on, for example. So do not listen to others because they will try and bring you down and you have to stay focused in your lane. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's a really difficult one to do because there'll be days if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling confident, I'm not feeling good. There's no way I will upload a video of me singing. Mm. Because it, I'll be sensitive. But if people aren't nice, generally most people on there are amazing. And I love you all. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> um, but I will, I don't allow for it because it's kind of the notion of um, having dirty feet in my house, putting your feet up on my table. Mm. It's not, I don't want you here. You're not welcome. You need to go away and spread your crap somewhere else. Um, but generally it's because people are sad, you know, they just need a hug and they're not feeling good. <laughs> Cause I couldn't imagine doing that myself. I've never done that. I don't know how to spread. Hey, like you horrible human. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Boo hoo. No, that's rubbish. It's kind of a version of advice that I've always given out over the years to young singers who will be in a local contest and the judges are just people who are all sponsors and you can't get too high. It's different from what Rebecca's saying. You can't get too high because the judge said, wow, hey, Tina, when are we going to see you on American Idol? Oh, my gosh, did you hear that, Dad? He said I should be on American Idol. Well, guess what? He says something nice to every single contestant, and all three yeah. judges say something nice to every single contestant. Listen to some of the comments that they'll say. I love the dress you picked out for tonight, Stacey. Well, that doesn't mean they think you have a good voice. And as Rebecca, you're saying, who are you anyways to be critiquing the voice when you're somebody who is the local jeweler and you're only on stage because you're a sponsor? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and the, usually people are like, wow, you're an amazing singer. It's because sometimes they're not and they purposely want them on a show because they are mm. bad. But they've been given the thoughts that they are good 
and they go and tell their family and then they're shocked and they wonder you get uproar humans throwing chairs at people's faces <laughs> judges no names given just saying we've seen it we've seen it we've seen it they're in shock they've been told they're amazing of course they're going to be throwing chairs at faces mm. i mean yeah. yeah well said well said we're going to close with another one of rebecca's songs today one called do you know rebecca before i let you go and i play that track though share first with the audience all about this one if you would please yeah so I guess it's essentially an uplifting song. I mean, it might start a little bit, you know, moody, (laughs) but it does go on to sort of a hopeful feeling, providing hope and saying to people, you are magic, you're not alone, which I kind of say a lot. Hashtag you're not alone. But I mean it, you know. Do you know how delicate your madness is? And then I just ran with that line a few Mm. years ago at my piano. Mm. And it just went from there. Like, do you know how lovely you are? You know? Feel the color, like follow your instincts, really. Follow your instincts. Because again, it's that don't listen to others, you know, who are coming from hate, from, from fear. That's what it comes down to, anyway. Most people live in fear, right? Well, yeah, and it sounds like it's coming from a place of authenticity that you're just kind of sharing with everybody vocally, lyrically, this is who I am, this is my personality, so I'm going to put it out in the form of a song so that you can kind of relate it to yourself, but you can also get a glimpse Mm -hmm. inside of who Rebecca Ray is. Yeah, absolutely. I think I wrote this. I, for some reason, I get so emotional listening to this. Mm. I don't know if that's a narcissistic thing. I cry <laughs> on my own song. <laughs> oh, God, it's so beautiful. <laughs> but I do. I'm like, don't fear the beat. I think it's a, a, a song written to myself, but then I haven't really thought. Mm. I don't, no thoughts behind that, that unconscious thing. It's just I write, 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 write. And then the more I think about it, it just becomes emotionally enthralling where I'm like, you're worth. So my so sayings to people I say as well, sayings to people I say, English, is uh, you're worthy and enough. So if you remember anything from this podcast or, or whatever, just, yeah, is to remember you're worthy and enough. And I know that, mm. again, can be cheesy to people, but for me, it like saves me. It's like, you know, you are enough as you are, exactly where you are. And I know we it's always about success and numbers and da 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 da, but as you are, you're just fine as you are, you know? And it's it. nice to have ambition it's nice to have success because even today i was just like yeah i want to be successful i want to work 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 i love work work. (laughs) hustle 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 social (laughs) (laughs) have a little rest just breathing in just enjoying present moment and reading a book remember those things i remember the paper (laughs) and like like funny words on them and like go back to like reading Eckhart Tolle, whatever but if this song is just essentially you're going to be okay you know? I love it. I love it. I love the positivity. I love the enthusiasm. I love the fun. It was so great, Rebecca, having you on the show. Thank you so much <laughs> for making time to be on Now Here This Entertainment. And we will be looking for the EP this year. Yes, this year. That's, did you hear that, Joe? He said this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure. Oh, God. Buttons. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Bruce. My pleasure. I want to go Bruce like that, Australian accent like that, Bruce. <laughs> but it's not, it's not like that, is it? So My pleasure. My that. pleasure. Thank and you so much. Folks, with that, I will wrap up another new episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, vocal coach, mentor, YouTuber, and entertainer, Rebecca Ray. Again, do visit her official website at RebeccaVocalAthlete.com. As I mentioned, I will put a link to it on the show page for this episode. 
on my podcast website, nhte.net. Please support Rebecca by purchasing the great music that she's putting out, only some of which you heard us talk about today. You can buy downloads from Apple Music and other online digital music retailers. Engage with her on social media, too. I have followed her on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and I know she would appreciate you doing the same. You heard about her wildly popular YouTube channel. If you're not already subscribed to it, do so right away and then watch and like the videos on there. Let Rebecca know that you heard her and her music and now hear this entertainment and keep up with her online for news about the EP that you heard her say that she is working on. I do truly hope that you like this show, that you're enjoying what I'm doing every week on the Now Hear This Entertainment podcast. If you've made it all the way to the end, thank you for having stuck with Rebecca and I, and I'm going to assume that that means that you do like the podcast. You can take action to let me know that you appreciate the work that I do to keep making this show happen every week, every month, more than nine years without missing once by going on my podcast website, nhte.net, and then using the yellow Buy Me a Coffee logo that you will see there. This is not a sponsor. It's not affiliated with any brand or chain. It's just a fun way for you to send your support, your thanks to me, including a note that I will see when you utilize that option. You can also just head directly to buymeacoffee.com slash Bruce W. That's going to do it for episode 488. Thanks ever so much for listening. I'll send you out today with another song from Rebecca Ray. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Do You Know? Do you know how delicate your madness is? Do you feel like nothing will keep it in? Do you know the honesty that you will bring? Don't fear the beat Do you know how lovely You know how good you are Your worth is golden Though you can't see Feel the colors of your heart When they're beaming in the dark Wild dark got to give it time with your eyes leaning towards me hesitation free Does it steal your mind? You gotta give it.